What's going on, guys? Welcome to a brand new episode of the Hamilton Train Podcast. I am your host, Jared Hamilton. It's a pleasure having you in the house today. Thank you for listening. So for those of you who are new and never been here before and have no idea who I am, my name is Jared Hamilton, and I'm who you're stuck with for about the next however long, 20, 30, 40 minutes. Um, if you are uh, a podcast veteran, so to speak, of, of the Hamilton Train podcast. Welcome back. I'm very grateful for you as well. Now, today I want to get into um, basically the concept of before you get upset that results aren't coming, I have this like list that I want you to go through to make sure that you're doing your part on all this, okay? Because uh, there's a lot of people, like a lot of people that um, – feel like they're not progressing and feel like they're like doing everything right. They're dieting, they're working out, they're doing all the right stuff, but they just don't have any results to show for it right now. Well, that's the issue is there's a lot more that goes into that. Like the amount of people who honestly say, Hey, I eat this many calories and I'm not losing weight or say, Hey, I go to the gym and I make better decisions and I do all this stuff, but I just don't see any progress or, Hey, I get, I'm doing all the right stuff you said, Jared, but I gained weight. So what's, what's up? So, so that's the thing is um, when it comes to this, I really want to make sure you're as successful as possible. That's why, um, that's how, why this is, we're doing this, but it's one of those things also where we got to make sure everything's taken care of because a lot of people who like being totally honest, a lot of people who are doing all the right stuff aren't a lot of people who say, Jared, I eat, you know, next to nothing and I can't lose weight. What do your weekends look like? Oh, uh, well we went out and I like, you know, da, 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 and that kind of stuff happens where, you know, one, we think we're doing one thing, but in reality, another shows its head. Does that make sense? And that's what we're going to get into today. So before you get upset that results aren't coming, I have like this little mini list that is going to help you a lot before that you can go like, okay, I've done that. I've done that. Oh, oh I didn't do that. Oh shit. Okay. Okay. Well, here's the issue. And then it show, brings everything to the surface, what I'm basically getting at. So, um, you might take notes on this one. You might want to come back and listen to this episode again, you know, that kind of thing. So uh, a few things. Number one, before you get upset that results aren't coming in, I would want to know how long it's been. Specifically, not just how long has it been as a whole, but how long have you been meticulously consistent? Because here's the thing. I, I'll have somebody hit me up, uh, you, whether they're talking in person or hit me up online or whatever, and they're like, Jared, I can't, I, I just can't take this anymore. It's not working. I, I think I'm going to quit. I can't lose weight. And I go, how long has it been? And they go like two whole weeks. Like, and, and my response is, so you're upset that you haven't gotten shredded in 14 days. And they're like, oh, well, I guess when you put it like that, it's, it sounds bad. See, that's the thing. I had a girl message me yesterday on Instagram and said, Hey Jared, I really need some tips. I really need some advice because, uh, you know, every time I, uh, every time I go to lose weight, I end up getting upset because I haven't seen progress and fall off the wagon. And I asked her, I said, what's the longest you've ever stuck to something? And she said, two weeks. So then I asked her, I said, okay, well, what kind of progress are you expecting to see in 14 days? And she goes, oh, well, probably maybe feel a little bit better, but probably not actually see much progress at all. And I go, exactly. That's the thing we have to get our expectations in check guys, because if you're expecting one thing, cause that's the thing, keep in mind, your experience is predicated. Your experience with something is predicated on whether your expectations were met or broken. Cause again, we can handle a lot of shit. If we can expect a lot of shit, like imagine if, uh, you loved dogs and loved cats, but you were, but let's say I was going to sell you a dog. 
and it turns out last minute I switched it on you. Like you'd already bought the dog food. You'd already bought the dog house. You already bought the doggy bed. You already bought dog toys. You already told all your friends and family that you got this, this brand new dog. Da, 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 da. And then at the last minute I'm like, Oh, sorry. I, I meant a cat. I meant, meant I, I got a cat. I'm going to give you or sell you. Like, not that you would have been upset with a cat, but you had your heart set on a dog. And now you're, you, your experience is less. You see what I mean? Or, uh, have you ever gone to get something to drink and you were expecting something like either carbonated or sweet and you got something not carbonated and bitter? Like you were expecting soda, but you got tea or water or whatever. Again, not that you would have had an issue with either option, but because of your expectation was something else, that's where you go south. That's where things get messed up. So a lot of people, that's the first, first thing you have to understand is when in the world of results and progress, you have to make sure your, your expectations are in check. A lot of people, they, uh, a lot of people think that this game is going to be quick, easy, overnight, linear, and simple and fast. Well, it's anything but that like, shoot. I mean, come on now. Like in no world does that happen. You know, you're not going to lose weight every single week. Even if you do all the right stuff, your weight, you will be losing fat and your scale will spike. For example, the past three days, my weight has dropped almost a pound a day just because I am reining my stuff in tighter and I'm in my fat loss phase and my activity is higher now because I can walk and, um, and I've lost about a pound a day, which first and foremost, I know is not fat. I know that's water and food. And, uh, and I know probably tomorrow it's going to spike back up again. I just know that that's just what happens with the scale weight and that's how, how the scale goes. So a lot of times people are, um, they get upset because they're like, oh my gosh, my results aren't happening fast enough, but they, they, it's the expectations off. You know, I had someone say, Jared, I've, I've lost, I've, I've actually seen people check this out. I've seen people be losing weight and they just didn't lose as much as they wanted. And they fell off. Like I had, I, I know, I know someone who was losing, like they wanted to lose a pound a week and they went through like a two week period where they only lost half a pound in two weeks. And they're like, I just binged and fell off. I was so upset. And I'm like, wait, you still progressed. But because you thought you should progress more, you got upset. Bro, that's like finding 20. That's like finding a dollar on the ground and being pissed that it wasn't a 20. It's like that was, it was, it's more than what you had already. It was a dollar more than what you did have. So that's the thing. You have to, you have to get your expectations in check. Right. So um, that actually wasn't even on my list, but I'm really glad I got into it because it should be on the list. So expectations in check, what actual progress is and what it looks like. Um, I actually have a whole podcast on what progress looks like because there's a million different forms of progress. Cause at the end of the day, guys, that's what this is. This is about. If you're progressing, it's really hard to want to quit and get upset. Don't get me wrong. I see it happen all the time, but if you are progressing and moving forward, why would you quit? The reason most people get upset and quit is because they're not seeing progress. Again, that's why this whole podcast is what it is. Before you get upset, you aren't seeing results or progress. Go through this list. Okay. Back to my original point before I got all off tangent. We got to talk about time. How long has it been? Again, because if it's not, like I said, I've seen so many people get pissed because it's been a month, six weeks, and they haven't seen a lot of progress. But like you realize people go on vacations for a month and come back and look the exact same. Right. I like, again, like I, that, that girl got really upset because she hadn't lost any weight in two weeks, but like you can literally go on vacation, eat like an asshole, drink like an asshole and have zero exercise. And you'll come back and look the exact same. 
right? Because anything takes a long time. So again, I would give it, say, give it a solid three months. So when, when you get upset that you haven't seen progress yet, I want to see what your past three months have looked like. Again, most people though, haven't been consistent for three months. Someone's like, Jared, I, and I'll get to this here in a second. They're like, Jared, I, I haven't seen progress and it's been three months. And I go, including weekends. And they're like, oh, well, I guess not. Again, it goes back to most people think they're on point when they're not. It's like when people say, Jared, I eat 900 calories a day and I can't lose weight. And I go, are you actually tracking or are you assuming you're eating 900 calories? Oh, well, I just kind of ballpark. Okay. Count meticulously. Somehow that 900 turned into 2000 real quick because a lot of people think they're doing one thing and in reality, they're doing the other. Do you see what I mean? So that's the first thing I would ask is how long it's been. And if it's been anything short of being meticulously consistent for three months, then you're not being patient enough. Think of it this way. I have a whole podcast on this too. There's a gestation period to everything. I compare this to pregnancy all the time. Is there any way to separate nine months from pregnancy? If a doctor, if a doctor came out and said, Hey, I can make a nine month long pregnancy happen in three months by my services, you would probably call bullshit because you know, that's just three, nine months goes along with it. There's no way to separate the two. Fat loss is no different. You're not going to look different in a month. You're not going to look insanely different in two months. You're not going to be a different person in three months. Should you see progress if you're consistent with everything within the first few months? Yeah, but you're not going to be a different person. So again, if you're not seeing progress, I would want to know how long it's been. Not just how long it's been in general, but how long you, it's been with you being consistent, right? Whether that means counting calories, tracking your calories, following the guidelines that you say, I'm going to start drinking X many ounces of water, exercising four days a week, whatever. I want to know how many months, months, with an S, it has been that you have been 80 to 90% consistent. And most people can't answer that. So if you're upset right now that you're doing everything right and it's not your progress isn't showing, I want to know, ask yourself, honestly, how many months have you been brutally consistent where you're not skipping days, you're not fucking up on the weekends, you're not giving up and then getting back on track because again, a lot of people don't, I, I hear people tell me, they're like, man, I've dieted for eight months and I can't see anything, any results. But in their head, they dieted for eight months. In reality, they dieted for five days, fucked up on the weekend, got back on track Monday, dieted for five days, fucked up on the weekend, got back on track Monday, dieted for five days and the cyclical cycle repeats. Which that's not dieting for eight months. That's dieting for five days and binge eating dieting for five days and binge eating. And they repeated that process for eight months. That's not dieting for eight months. Do you see what I'm saying? That's like, imagine if, if you're upset that you're not making very much money at your job and you're like, man, I've been going to work for the past eight months and I haven't made hardly any money. And then I talk to your boss and your boss is like, no, he shows up for two days, takes the rest of the week off, shows up for two days, takes the rest of the week off. Totally brings a whole different perspective to what's really going on. That's why it's a matter of auditing yourself and actually looking at data, not emotions, data on what you're doing. Whenever I coach people, I'll give you a little secret. Whenever I coach people in my one-on-one -on -one program, I like to look at two different metrics. I like to look at biased metrics and unbiased metrics. When I have, when I'm do, having someone as a coaching client of mine, I look at um, all the data, pictures, measurements, daily weigh-ins, calorie intake, protein intake, all this stuff that you can't bias. 
Okay. But then I also like to look at all the other stuff. Hey, how are you feeling? How's your mental state? How's your digestion? How's your stress? How's sleep right now? Hey, how, what are you struggling with? All the stuff that's biased. And I have a really good idea where stuff is at, but you'd have no idea how many of my coaching clients that I would say, Hey, you lost three inches off your stomach, but I feel fat. I don't care. You fell, you, you lost three inches off your stomach or, Hey, did you look at, look at these two pictures? You have a big stomach in this picture and you have a flat stomach in this picture. Oh, well, I just still feel like I haven't lost that much weight. Cause get, get this guys, your feelings are biased as fuck. You are going to be completely biased about your stuff. This is why everyone needs a coach. This is why I have a coach because I know I'm biased about my own stuff. You ever been like, you ever seen like a beautiful mural on a giant wall, but you're like two inches from it and you don't see the mural and you step back 60 feet and it's just beautiful. It's the same thing with this. You're two feet from your own mural. You need someone else that can step back and see it for everything and what it is. And that's why I love coaching. That's why I still have a coach. But you have to understand that when it comes to this, we have to look at all of your stuff and not just how you're currently feeling right now. Because a lot of people are saying, I, I'm upset. I don't have my results yet. Who, who aren't looking at the whole picture and who aren't seeing all the facets that's fucking up. You know what I mean? So next down the list. So we, we just talked about the month, the, 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 the timeline. You have to have at least three months of being brutally consistent before you can even like contemplate complaining, you are upset because your results haven't come yet. Next, this kind of goes along the lines of that off days. How many days? A lot of people are getting upset. They're not seeing progress, but a lot of people have days where they fuck up. Okay. I'm not saying you have to be perfect by any means. Okay. Consistency over perfection every single time. But if you consistently every week have a day where you like, you have your cheat day or you have a binge day is what I like to call them. Or you just like, consistently have a day where you just fall totally off the wagon that throws off consistency. Imagine this. Imagine if you do your best to save money throughout the week, but then every week you have a day where you go on a shopping spree. Like, don't you think that'll throw off your numbers a little bit? You're like trying to save money every single day, not spend stuff. Then once a week you go to the mall or go on Amazon and just buy everything. It's going to fuck it all up because Again, no one thing ever makes or breaks shoots about being consistent. But when you have a weekly holiday where you binge or fall off the wagon or skipping or you're skipping stuff in your program, that adds up because it's no longer a once in a while thing. It's a consistent holiday every week, right? Like imagine this, imagine this in your relationship, another analogy, you and your spouse are going to argue, right? You and your partner are going to argue, but it's not that big of a deal. If you are, it, it, it all happens you know, me and my wife, I'll get an argument, you know, you and your partner will, but like the goal is that you shouldn't be arguing every day, every week, every, every couple days. And it's that frequency that changes everything. If you get in an argument, let's say once a month, like that's not that big of a deal. But if it's like every flipping day or every single week or every few days, you guys are at each other's throats, it'll take a toll on your relationship. Because what's the difference? Because it's the, the context, it's the quantity of it. It's the same thing. If you have an off day every once in a blue moon, that's fine. Shit happens. But if it is a multi-week, weekly thing where you just like binge or fall off the wagon or have to start back over Monday, then you have no right to complain that you haven't seen progress yet because you're not being consistent. And I say this because I love you and I want you to be successful with this. You know, that's what this is about. But most people, to be totally honest, don't have the right to complain they haven't seen results. If you're if you're a person who perpetually starts over Monday, you have no right to complain that you haven't seen results yet. 
Because again, you shouldn't be having to start back over every Monday. It goes back to that example I gave. Most people who've been dieting for months and months and months and months and months and months haven't been dieting for months. They've been dieting for five days, fall off on the weekends, get back on track Monday, then they start over. Diet for five days. Because that's when I when I talked about the three-month thing. I'm talking about three months from like when you're starting on your stuff that you're being consistent. Because assume every single time you fuck up, like if you have this weekly holiday where you mess up and fall off the wagon, assume that's starting back over at day one in the world of consistency. If it now don't take that too literally, because a lot of people view that and they get in this all or nothing mentality. But I'm saying is if you are struggling right now and you like fall off all the time, assume from a consistency standpoint, you have to start back over when you keep doing this. Again, if you have a bad day once every blue moon, that's fine. I have them, you have them, everybody has them. But again, if you are struggling weekly or every couple of weeks and you like fall off for three, four days, that's where this becomes a problem. Does that make sense? Kind of that ties right into the next point. Weekends. Like I've already rehashed. I might as well not even go on to this one because I've already talked about it enough. Your weekends, you guys understand. I think it was, I think I looked, I I did the math. Um, Friday through Sunday is 42% of your week. I think. Double check me on that. But Friday through Sunday, people kind of get loosey-goosey on Friday, then Saturday, Sunday, and then they get started back over on Monday, right? Which is bad. But understand, that's 42% of your week. Imagine if your boss took 42% of your paycheck and cut it. Or imagine if you lost 42% of your house. Like that's a big deal. That's a lot of, that's a high percentage, just a lot of stuff. So if you're falling off the wagon Friday through Sunday, 42% of the week, then no wonder you're having trouble seeing results because it comes down to being consistent, not perfect, but consistent. If you're struggling every weekend to keep in check, we got to fix that because that's going to hold you up every single time. Does that make sense? Next, do you have black and white concrete guidelines you are sticking with? Because again, if you're like, if, if I'm like, well, I'll give you an actual example. Someone will be like, Jared, I can't lose. I, I, I don't know why I'm not losing weight. And I would ask, okay, what are you doing? Well, I'm making better decisions. I'm eating healthy. I'm being more active. Okay. Those are such gray areas. Like, I don't know what that means versus, uh, you need actual specific concrete guidelines, whether that's eat 1900 calories, eat 2,500 calories. Um, whether that be protein in a a plant, every meal, everything that's not a protein in a plant down by 25%. Uh, whether that be start eating at this time, stop eating at this time, whether that be drink X many ounces of water a day, Because here's the thing, guys, I secretly believe, not secretly, I believe that people secretly, there we go, try not to have concrete black and white guidelines because now they have to uphold themselves to a higher standard. Because if it's loosey-goosey, eat healthy. Then when they don't lose weight, they don't have anything to blame it on. They, They can't blame it on themselves. They're like, I don't know what it is. It must be my metabolism. Do you see what I mean? You guys need concrete black and white guidelines. I'm not saying to be rigid and strict and have a crazy nasty protocol, but I'm saying you need to know where the sides of the street are. You need to know where your lane is. You need to know what your boundaries are, whether that be a calorie number. Hey, stick between 2,000 and 2,100 calories. Boom. Whether that be eat uh, five servings of plants a day, eat five servings of protein a day. Boom. Whether that be eat or drink 100 ounces of water a day whether that be uh, stick to one can of pop a day and the rest has to be water, whether that be go on a 30 minute walk every day, 
whether that be do one of Jared's free band workouts five days a week, whatever. The issue is most people who are upset that they haven't seen progress is because they don't have crystal crystal clear black and white guidelines. Because again, if you don't have guidelines, you can't be held accountable. Ooh, that's really good. If you, if you don't have guidelines, you can't be held accountable. All right. I'm literally going to write that down because I'm going to make something out of that. If you can't, or what would I say? If you don't have crystal clear guidelines, you cannot be, oops, be held accountable. Boom. Okay, cool. All right. Back to podcasting. You guys know me. That's the one take wonder here at the Hamilton train podcast. Guys, this is literally how I come up with my content. I will have a, uh, I will have an idea pop into my head or I'll say something that's just like, bah. And I'm like, Ooh, that's good. And I will stop everything I'm doing. It doesn't matter if I'm in the middle of the shower. It doesn't matter if I'm in the middle of recording a podcast. It doesn't matter if, uh, I'm on a live call with like the tribe that happens a lot. And, uh, I will literally write, stop right there and write it down. Cause I, cause I know that's, it's where the mat, that's how the magic happens. So back to normal, you guys have to have crystal clear, bleh, crystal clear guidelines, words. Um, cause if you don't, there, there's so much obscurity. That's like some, imagine this. Imagine if I came to you and I said, Hey, I can't save money. I'm broke. And you go, what's your budget? And I go, I don't know. I just make better choices. What would you tell me? You'd be like, mm, no, something's missing. You guys need crystal clear black and white guidelines. This is one of the things that I do with my coaching clients and my tribe members is, especially right now during times times of quarantine, you need crystal clear guidelines. I just made a post. Actually, I'll pull it up right now. Uh, you guys need, I just made a post on Instagram the other day, like to go check out, go look at my Instagram at real Jared Hamilton. It's right now my, my third post, most recent post. It says new habit options while quarantined that will make your life better. And what it is, it's black and white guidelines out of bed before 9am, 15 minute walk every day, strength train three days a week. Um, all meals must be on a plate and at the table, three bottles of water before any soda, 10 pages of reading every day, protein and plants in every meal. Those are just a few. And I'm not saying do all of these. I'm saying pick two or three and stick with them. Things like drink a full glass of water. As soon as you get up, make your bed. As soon as you get up, um, five minutes of journaling every day, uh, no more than two hours of Netflix in a row. Oh, there's a typo. I said on a row and I meant in a row. Oh, well, do you guys see what I'm saying? You need crystal clear guidelines. Cause again, if you're in the boat where you're like, I'm doing everything right, but I'm not losing weight. I want to know what your crystal clear guidelines are. Cause again, eating healthy doesn't cut it. What does that mean? What's healthy mean? Everyone's definition of healthy is different. Some people's definition of healthy is just eat organic and better quality food. But if you're eating 10,000 calories a day in organic food, you're going to be, you're going to store fat, right? Next tracking. You guys have to track something, not have to, you're going to really want to track something. If you're getting upset, your results aren't coming. That's like me upset and bitching that I can't save money, but I also don't do a budget either. This is, this is the dichotomy is you don't, and this doesn't have to be, this, this doesn't mean counting calories, even though I'm a massive fan of it. Um, this doesn't mean, you know, being super crazy strict and rigid, but it does mean you need to track something. Just eating healthy won't cut it. Just moving doesn't cut it. You guys need to start tracking something. Because again, if you, keep in mind, you're coming for the, the reason this, this podcast is what it is, it's the concept of before you get upset that results aren't coming. If you're doing great and killing it by just keeping things, you know, 
loosey goosey, good for you. But if you are complaining and upset that you are not getting results and you are unhappy, something has to change. Again, I'm talking to the people who are upset, complaining, and emotionally not very happy because results aren't coming. That's who I'm talking to. So if you happen to be in that boat and you're not tracking, sorry, but I don't feel sorry for you. You have to be tracking something, whether that be calories, boom, easy, simple. Whether that be you can't quite handle calorie counting yet, respect. Then maybe you need to only be tracking protein and servings of plants. I'm actually going to be doing a whole big podcast on this on baby step to, to tracking. Like if counting calories sends you through an, uh, an anxiety brick wall, then we need to find something. We need to track something. So just tracking protein intake and plant intake. Done. Do that. Whether that be not even tracking a number, whether that be just food journaling. You realize if you took the next three months and just wrote down your food, two sandwiches, one slice of pizza, one and a half apples, you'd lose weight because you're subconsciously going to make better decisions because it's really hard to write down seven pieces of pizza, one box of Oreos, 30 brownies. If you were to just journal your food in like a notebook or in the notes section on your phone, you'd lose weight. But again, most people won't journal for 30 or for three months straight every single day. Again, it goes back to the same, the same principles because you need to be tracking something. And this gets into the uh, segues into the other side of this, where um, a lot of people are seeing results are are experiencing results. They just don't see them because they're not tracking their progress metrics, right? So let's get into the world of tracking progress metrics to see if you're actually losing weight and getting your goal. Because again, if you're upset, you're not seeing results, but you're not tracking results. How can you be upset? Because I don't want you to, I don't want you to, to be experiencing those results, but then aren't even aware of it. You know what I mean? It was, uh, it's, it's one of those things where most people like I'll, I'll get people asking me all the time. They're like, Jared, I can't, I'm not sure what I'm doing wrong. I'm not losing any weight. I can't see progress. And I go, how are you measuring progress? And they're like, I'm not like, are you doing daily weigh-ins? No. Are you doing pictures? No. Are you doing measurements? No. So then how are you going to know if you lose weight? Well, I'll feel it. No, you not necessarily. The, the, this game, guys, that's like feeling your hair grow out. You don't feel your hair grow out until it gets really long and you go, fuck, I need a haircut. You see what I mean? So how to measure metrics. You need to be taking as many forms of progress metrics as possible because they're all imperfect. You should be doing progress pictures. You know how many clients of mine I say, hey, it's been two weeks. We need to do another round of progress pictures. And they go, I haven't changed. I don't want to. And I say, no, sorry, do them anyway. And all of a sudden I see crazy differences and they're like, huh, I just never would have guessed. I didn't feel it. It's because you are biased as fuck, but I love you. You're biased. That's why you need to have, again, crystal clear guidelines. I will take progress pictures every two weeks. I will weigh myself every day. I will take weekly averages. I will do measurements every two weeks. Because again, it goes back to, to what those guidelines are and the standard that you're holding for yourself. You see what I mean? Um, and also this way, think of it this way. Most people don't do the progress metrics because they're scared it's not going to be in their favor. How terrible of a way to view to go about life is that? Well, I don't want to take another set of pictures because I'll be disappointed if they're not the same. Wouldn't you want to know if what you're doing is working or not? Because again, the reason people do that is because they're not upholding their end of the bargain and not putting in the effort. And now they don't want it to be held accountable for their own lack of actions. 
That's what happens when people say, oh, I don't want to, uh, I don't want to do measurements again because I'm afraid they're not the same. Or I'm sorry, because I'm afraid they're not different. Most, not all, but most people who say that aren't know in their head, they're full of shit and they're not doing what they need to be doing. They know they're fucking up on the weekends. They know they're eyeballing calories. They know they're not being patient. So of course they don't want to call out their own bullshit and take more pictures and take measurements. But again, you have to do that. I, for me personally, I would want to know if I'm progressing or not. Even if it's the answer I don't want to hear. A lot of people do this with the scale. A lot of people say the scale doesn't define me, but those same people get rid of it because they don't like the answer it tells them. That sounds like it's really letting the scale, the scale define you versus not letting the scale define you is learning to work through those emotions you have with the scale and get to a place where, um, get to a place where you're comfortable with it. This is one thing I do with a lot of my coaching clients and we'll go through phases of working with a scale because if the scale is messing with your men, it's, there's one thing to start working with it, then find out it's messing with your mental health and then need to take a baby step back with the intention of going back to and learning to deal with the scale again. Because you have to also understand the scale. It's like if you weighed 150 pounds, drank a bottle of water, weighed yourself seven seconds later, well, more like a minute, it'd take you a minute to drink a bottle of water. Uh, you're going to weigh more. Think about it. If you weigh 150 pounds, step off the scale, pound a bottle of water, get back on it. You're going to weigh 151 pounds. So that's why when it comes to the scale metric, that's another list, note on my list is you have to either track, here's the way to do it every single day or not at all. Here's why. If you only weighed yourself once a week, once a month, once every, I just feel fat. I want to check you. You're, you're shooting yourself in the foot. Because it ta- every, everything in the world makes that scale go bonkers. But if you're doing the right stuff, the scale will be showing a downward trend. As in, you, you might weigh, like, actually, um, I'm going to pull up in a client's, one of my client's folders and show you exactly what I'm talking about. Okay, so I just pulled up, or pulled up, <laughs> pulled up uh, one of my online girls. Her name is Jessica. Jessica, uh, if you are listening to this, what's up? Um, so, uh, yeah, so here's the thing. I pull up in her, her check-in that she sends me every week and I have it all on a big spreadsheet because this is why you want to weigh every single day and not once a week, once a month, once every, I just feel fat because let me just give you an idea. When you weigh once every, whatever, that's anything but every day, you're going to get to- zero context. Like imagine this, if someone bangs on the middle, on your door in the middle of the night, you're instantly like, what the fuck is going on? And assume it's bad. But if you go to the front door and the dude's like, hey, your mini barn is on fire and you go look out your window and your mini barn is on fire, you the, the context instantly changed your experience with him. Your con- That context changed everything for you on whether this is a good person, a bad person, whether you're uh, an unwelcome guest or, a, or a, an annoying pest to, an, uh, to a welcomed guest, right? You woke up, you heard someone banging on the on your door in the middle of the night and you're mad, scared, upset. Why is this person here? But then to come find out, he was just telling you your mini barn caught on fire. You're like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. What can I do for you? Because the only thing that changed, context, right? And that's all what weighing every single day and taking all your metrics does for you. It gives you context. So let me give you a real life example with one of my girls. This is Jessica. Here is her daily weigh-ins. One day it's 261. One day it's one or 258. One day it's back to 259. One day it's 256. One day it's 258. One day it's 256. One day, you know, and you guys see the idea? 
One day it's 254. One day it's 252. One day it's 255. One day it's back up to, to 256. One day it's back up to 258. One day it's down to 254. So in the middle of all that, it feels like you're, she's just spinning her wheels, right? You're probably not in your head, right? It's, it'd be easy for her to be like, man, I just can't get out of the 250s. I don't know. I just gain and lose the same three pounds over and over again. Well, let me give you an idea. I'm going to give you her exact weigh in numbers in order. 261. 258, 258, Okay. If if you went through that, you might be getting upset because you're not you're not losing. Well, guess what? Her weekly average week 1 was 257.7. Her weekly average point week 2 was 255.1. Her weekly average week 3 was 253.7. Her net last most recent weekly average was 254.0. Context brings a whole lot of difference. Context, like imagine if she only weighed herself on her high days, 261, uh, 256, 259. Jared, I'm not losing weight. No, she's actually losing weight almost too quickly. Her weekly average went from 257.7 to 255.1 to 253.7 to 254. So there we go. Her, her last one came up just a tad bit, but again, that was just a weekly average because she was, her scales still trending downward, Right. Because again, context matters. Context always matters. This is why you don't just weigh yourself on random days. You're very intentional and you weigh every day, but take the weight as data only. And then you do the math and calculate weekly averages. Now I do that for my clients, the people that I'm working with. So, but I'm telling you, that's exactly how I do it. That's what you need to do. Because here's the thing, unless you get the metrics right, you're not going to get the right answers. You know what I mean? It's going to be off because a tool is only a, a tool is only as effective as the context in which it's being used, right? Chainsaws are awesome for cutting down trees, but what if I use a chainsaw to pour concrete? It's, it's way, it's, it's, I'm, I'm totally not using that tool, right? It's the same thing. A lot of you guys are upset. You're not getting, losing weight and you're not seeing progress, but a lot of you guys aren't weighing yourselves, right? You're weighing every, when you feel fat or weighing yourself during in the middle of the day, or you're uh, not tracking calories and you're not looking at progress pictures and me- measurements. A lot of people, the scale is up because they weigh themselves on a heavy day, but their, their measurements are down. So, but, and forget the fact that you're down three inches. Most people focus on, Oh my gosh, I'm still fat. I still weigh a lot. You guys have to get your shit together and on point with this. That's why when it comes to, before you get upset, your results are not coming you have to have all this stuff in line. You need to have at least been consistent for the last three months. Your expectations need to be in check. You need to look and see, have you had a lot of off days where you're just not giving a shit or your weekends falling off? Do you have actual crystal clear, clear guidelines that you've been consistent with for those three months? Are you tracking some form of data around your food? Are you tracking any of your progress metrics in the, and not just any and all, but even in the right way, like with daily weigh-ins and whatnot. Okay. I know that was a lot of information. I know I just threw a lot at you, but 
I don't like the fact that so many people are like, I'm not losing weight and I'm putting in all this effort. But most people aren't either putting in an effort or they're not seeing the, the results as right in front of them. So, and that, my friends, is today's episode of the Hamilton Train Podcast. I hope you got a lot out of this. It means a, means a lot that you sat here for the past, I don't know, 40 some minutes and listened to me talk. Uh, if you could do me a humongous favor, I, uh, I would love it if you would rank and review the podcast and send it to a friend because I know someone popped into your head while you were listening to this and you need to do that friend uh, a good deed and send this episode to them because if it meant a lot to you and you thought of them, then you should send it to them. Uh, and if you can, please rank and review the podcast, whatever you're listening to it on, because that's how we get more ears to this podcast. And I do it for free and I just want to help you and get you to be as successful as possible with this fitness stuff. So, all right, guys, that's it for today. I love you. Talk to you next time.